Hey love, happy Wednesday morning. Okay, shh, don't tell anyone, but today's actually my 30th birthday. Oh, I just realized that as I was getting ready to record this, I was like, this is gonna come out on my birthday. And I didn't even plan a special like reflection episode of my 30 years or something. Maybe I'll do that in the next month or so. (laughs) But anywho, anywho, so glad that you're here. Today, what we are going to be talking about is really helpful, healthy ways to respond to big feelings and big experiences. Because I think that We don't talk enough about how do we respond to big feelings and big experiences and things like that. And the way that we respond to these moments hugely, hugely, is that a word? Greatly impacts what that experience then looks like for us, how long it lasts, how impactful it feels. And so I think it's so, so important for us to talk about this. So in today's episode, I'll be sharing with you some really helpful, healthy ways that I feel you can respond to big feelings, big experiences. And then I'm also going to share with you some affirmations because I know y'all love some good affirmations to support yourself in these moments as well. And then a couple of announcements before we actually dig into it is that I wanted to remind you that every Monday I send out weekly journal prompts. So if you're looking for more journal prompts just to really increase your feelings of self-compassion and showing up really authentically in your life, definitely head down below. It's called the CIS newsletter. So CIS stands for Simple Intentional Step. And so the idea is that it is a really simple practical, some type of just a journal prompt to get you. (laughs) Hello. Hello. My brain is working. The journal prompt is going to help you identify a simple intentional step that you can take. That's going to help you improve your self-compassion and showing up authentically in your life. (laughs) We got it. We got it. (laughs) We got it. Okay. So that's the CIS newsletter. Head down and sign up for that if you haven't already. And then I also wanted to let you know, you guys are going to hear me start talking about this more, is that in January, February-ish, I'm going to be launching this incredible group coaching workshop program. And it's going to be all about, you know, the mission that I'm on already, right? So um, improving your feelings of self-compassion, showing up authentically in your life, improving your emotional wellness, really digging into what is important to you. And I'm so, so excited. God has been putting this on my heart for a while, and I'm really committing to creating this, to developing this with him over the coming months and to sharing it with you early 2022. So if you're interested in that and just want to make sure that you're getting updates and emails and information about it, head down. Down and click on that link to make sure you get those updates. All right, my friend, let's get to it. Hey, sweet friend, welcome to the Free and Well podcast. I'm so glad you're here. My name is Devani. I'm a therapist, a life coach, and a facilitator of powerful personal growth workshops. This show is a space for ambitious women who have huge hearts who are always giving and serving others. I take a real talk, practical approach to helping you start being authentically and freely you through mental wellness and faith. 
So you'll hear about topics like self-acceptance, self-compassion, intentional action taking, and habit creation. If you're ready to start letting yourself be seen and heard and to start being authentically you, you are in the right place, my friend. My hope is that every episode, you'll walk away feeling encouraged and with practical tips you can start to implement in your life. And even though I'm a therapist, this show is for educational purposes only. Information from the show is not a substitute for mental health treatment. All right, my friend, let's dig in. All right, my friend, I am genuinely so excited to talk to you about this. This has to be one of my all-time favorite topics, is talking about self-compassion and self-talk and really why this matters, why this matters. Like, I just, it is so important. I truly, truly believe that the way that we speak to ourselves directly impacts our feelings our experiences, the beliefs that we have about ourselves, and all of those internal pieces impact all of the external pieces in our life, right? So like when we have a big feeling, when you have a maybe a wave of stress or a wave of anxiousness or a wave of, right? Like whatever that is, you're having a wave of something. How you respond to yourself in that moment is then going to impact how long that moment lasts, how difficult that feels. It's going to then either reinforce or maybe start creating a new belief about yourself. Okay. And then if you think about it, all of those internal workings, all of these beautiful pieces of who you are, of the things going on in your mind and in your heart and this inner world that you have, this inner dialogue, this inner experience, your inner well-being, all of these pieces deeply, deeply impact how you show up. They're going to impact how you show up in your business. They're going to impact how you show up in your relationships. They're going to impact just how you interact with other people. They're going to impact the perseverance that you have to keep going when things feel really difficult or when you're not seeing the results that you want to see, whether that's in your physical health, whether that's in your business, whether that's in your relationships. These inner pieces are so, so important. And that's why, like, it's just, this is obviously God, (laughs) These are obviously my God-given passions and gifts because it's just something that I'm genuinely so passionate about and I know that it is so, so important. So I first want to start by sharing, I'm currently listening to an audiobook. It is called Self-Compassion Step-by-Step by Kristen Neff. So something that she shares in there that she started out with is these common misconceptions about self-compassion and I find them so fascinating and I'm probably going to share them. I'm going to make a reel out of them or something, but it's so interesting because one of the, one of the misconceptions that she shared is this idea that in order for us to take forward action in our lives, that we need like tough love, that we need like grit and like rub some dirt in it, right? Like that we need to be hard on ourselves to be able to take forward action 
And I think that's just so fascinating because at least for me, if I'm reflecting on what I learned growing up and my experiences growing up and things like that, I don't know why I say like that growing up, like with that inflection in my voice, I don't know. But when I reflect on it, like I never really learned about like self-talk and, you know, like I, at least from what I can remember, honestly, like maybe I did and I just don't remember it, but that was my experience. And so it's so interesting to think about like what beliefs do we actually hold about what will help us be successful and what will help us move forward. And so I would challenge you to ask yourself, like, do I have beliefs around this? Like what type of internal dialogue do I feel I need to move forward? Like, do I feel like I need to be really critical and hurt on myself to be able to grow, to be able to learn, to be able to move forward? So that's just some food for thought in this early part of the podcast episode. Something to think about. All right. So next, as we're moving on, here's what I want to share with you is that I'm going to share with you these two different paths that you could take in any given moment of feeling a big feeling or feeling, you know, whatever it is. Okay. So let's just imagine that you're feeling stressed. Maybe you're feeling like you just have literally so much to do. You're feeling really overwhelmed. Let's, I'm going to use that example. So path number one behind door number one. Okay. Path number one is that you feel this feeling of overwhelm and then your initial reaction is to judge yourself, to be really critical right? To be questioning it, to be doubting it, to be judging yourself for having this experience or this feeling. And then we're just going to keep walking down this path. So say that that's your initial reaction. And then next, what's going to happen or what's already happening next on this path, this route that we're kind of exploring is that your body and your mind are going to feel dysregulated. Because if we're being really judgmental towards ourselves, that's going to activate this, this part of our brain that is really about survival and your body and your mind are going to feel dysregulated. So even if you want to reflect on a moment recently where maybe you were being really judgmental of yourself, like does your body feel safe and grounded and well? Probably not. I know that mine doesn't like mine doesn't feel that way when I'm doing that. Um, and so we're self-critical and then our body and our mind are dysregulated. We don't feel grounded and we're in survival mode, right? Like literally physically we are in survival mode when we are being critical of ourselves. Like think about how your mind and your body feel. And then what happens from, and this is like from my own experiences and also things that I've talked to other women about. So this is like, you know, this is just my own observation. This isn't like from a journal article or something. So we're in survival mode. And then this is what I see so often. This next one that comes is, okay, so we have this big feeling. Maybe we're feeling overwhelmed. We're really critical of ourselves, really judgmental. Our system is dysregulated. And now if we look at it like this path slash cycle, now we feel even more negative feelings Because we are judging ourselves for having that initial feeling. So so we have this initial feeling. Then we judge ourselves for it. And then we feel more negative feelings. 
because we're judging ourselves for that first feeling. So not only, I know this is not a riddle. This is not a riddle. Not only are we then having that first difficult feeling. I'm so sorry, y'all. Harper got a little zealous outside, overzealous. So not only are we feeling that first difficult feeling, but now we're feeling even more feelings that are feeling negative and difficult because we're judging ourselves for having that first feeling. So if you can imagine, it's like this snowball. It's like this snowball cycle. And then what I see so often too, and what I felt in this moment too, is that then we feel shame around it. We start to feel shame around feeling that, around this whole snowball cycle that we're in. We start to feel shameful about ourselves. And then from that place, imagine our mind is not able to find a way out. Our mind is not able, when we are in that place, we are not able to explore helpful options or helpful responses or, right? Like it just, it it doesn't feel like, how do we easily find a solution here? Because now we're in this snowball cycle and now we're feeling all of these negative feelings. We're feeling shame about having said feelings. And so this is path number one, okay? This is path number one. And I want to say to you too, if you are finding yourself here, okay, you're not alone. I'm raising my hand. I have been there. I still go there. Any other human who you talk to has been there or goes there still. Like this is a this is a human reaction that we have learned. Because we haven't learned how to mindfully and compassionately respond to our feelings. And that's okay. If that's where you're at, that is 100% okay. And I just want to acknowledge and like high five you, high five you, elbow, necks, whatever it is that you do, because you're here, like you're here, you're listening to this episode, you're trying to learn the tools and that's, that counts. Like that's, that's something worth acknowledging and celebrating. Okay. So again, just like what we're talking about, we don't want to feel shame about, where we're at or the things that we've learned. Like, let's be compassionate. What you've learned and the habits that you've had and the ways of responding to things have served a purpose for you. They've served a purpose. And now you're in a place where you're wanting to learn new ways of handling things, new ways of treating yourself, new ways of showing up, of handling your feelings, right? Like, let's be compassionate. Okay. So path number two is... We have this big feeling of overwhelm, right? We have this big wave of overwhelm. And then let's imagine that we notice it, that we notice it and we're mindful and we're compassionate and we just practice noticing. We realize that it's happening. You feel it in your body. You notice it, right? And you're able to kind of observe it. You're sitting on a bench You're observing these things pass by, right? You're not on the river. You're not in the river with the thoughts, with the feelings. You're not in the ocean with the wave of this feeling that's happening. Maybe you're on the shore watching it, observing it. So we're practicing mindful, compassionate awareness. This keeps our system, our mind, and our body feeling regulated. Maybe we've taken a couple deep breaths as we've noticed this wave of overwhelm. 
we're able to notice, we're able to support our mind and our body, taking some deep breaths, acknowledging this. And from that space, like imagine your mind and your body are going to feel more regulated, right? It's going to feel more regulated, which then leads to the feeling being able to pass, the wave is able to pass. So instead of us jumping in to this huge ocean wave of overwhelm, instead of us jumping right in, have you done that where you're at the beach and you're like, you you just, you go into the wave and it is poor timing and you're like, oh my gosh, this is not going to be good. Like this is not good, right? Like it's just poor timing. You jump in and you're like, ooh, I'm probably going to do a somersault under the water. Not sure if that's happened to you. That has for sure happened to me. So if we are able to be on the shore, we're watching the wave, we're being compassionate, our mind and our body are able to just kind of observe it. And what happens is we let the wave pass. The wave is able to pass quicker. Because really, like feelings that we're having only last up until I think it's about like 90 seconds. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But really, like a wave of that typically, like I'm just saying a typical emotion that we may feel is really only going to last for about 90 seconds. But where we where we go wrong and what's not helpful is when we like jump into it and then it can last so so long. So, we let the feel the feeling is able to pass, the thoughts are able to pass as we're just acknowledging them. And from this space we're able to feel more present, able to feel more engaged in the moment. We're able to think about moving forward. So I want you to think about if we have a scale of path number one versus path number two. So over on the far left side of this like scale, we have path number one, which is super self-critical. And then over here on the right-hand side, we have path number two, which is very self-compassionate. Right? I just want you to notice where you feel like you are on that scale. Where you feel like you are on that scale, right? And what's one thing, like what's one thing that we can do to move you just a tiny bit closer to that self-compassionate side? What's one thing that we can do? And I'm hoping that these next tips that I'm going to share with you are going to be helpful for you, okay? So some tips to get started. Number one is just start noticing your responses because some of us don't even realize that we're responding to our feelings in a certain way because it has become so habitual. It is so ingrained in you that you don't even realize that you are like how you're responding to your feelings. And what's so, so powerful is when we're able to create a space between feeling or thought and reaction right? So I think it's so, so common for us to not realize that we can have space between those two things. We do not need to react right away, but so often it's so habitual. It's so deeply ingrained in who we are, how we've grown up. And so that's why these tools are so powerful. Start noticing Start noticing, and that's why I talk about all these check-ins and checking with how you're doing. 
if we start noticing how we're feeling, just checking in throughout the day, how am I doing right now? How am I feeling right now? Right? If we notice that, then we can create more of space, more of space, more space between our thought or our feeling and how we're responding. So let's just start growing our awareness. That's number one. Start growing your awareness of the thoughts that you're having, the feelings that you're having, the internal dialogue that you're having. Like just start, start noticing, just start noticing. Okay. And I will throw this out there. Like this can be hard work. This can be really hard work. If you have gone for a really long period of time where you have not been doing this work, I would highly suggest that you find a therapist or a highly qualified coach or right like someone who is highly qualified to support you in this. Because honestly, like starting to notice some of these things can be really difficult. Really difficult and it can be so so helpful and honestly so necessary for us to have the support of someone who is really qualified to guide us and to walk with us on this journey. So number one, starting to notice your responses. Number two would be to breathe and regulate your body. Okay, so number two, breathing and regulating your body. Number three, creating kind affirmations. And here's the type of affirmations that we want. I know this is what you were waiting for. This is the part that you were waiting for. Okay, creating affirmations. Here are the types of affirmations that would be really helpful, okay? I'm not in to, I mean, I'm just going to be real with you. I'm not super into these affirmations of like, I am a millionaire. I, like, it's just, I don't know. If that's for you, you do it, okay? You own it. That's totally fine. For me, and I think through my own experiences and my own mental wellness journey, I really resonate with affirmations that are really like self-compassionate, really validating towards my feelings, really keeping me present, really standing in God's truth. Like those are the affirmations that resonate for me. So if you resonate with other ones, that's okay. That's you. You don't have to have the same ones as me. But for me, I would encourage you to really create some affirmations that acknowledge what you're going through or what you're experiencing in any given moment that acknowledge your feelings, that validate your feelings, and that are really compassionate. So let's think about that for a second. If you think about in a moment where you're feeling really overwhelmed, what do you need to hear? Like, what do you need to hear in that moment? For me, some of mine, I will give you some examples. Some of mine would be, um, and a lot of these honestly have come from Kristen Neff and Dr. Um, yeah, Drs. Kristen Neff and Christopher Germer. Like I just, from the books and studies that I've done on self-compassion. And so want to give them a shout out. Um, so a couple that I find really helpful are, this is really hard. This is a really difficult moment. This is really difficult. This is tough. Notice what you're feeling. So saying like, wow, like I'm really feeling A, B, or C. I'm really feeling overwhelmed. I feel really stressed right now. This is a really tough moment. Another one you can do is acknowledging, and this is a huge piece of self-compassion, is noticing and acknowledging that this is not just you. Like you're not alone in this. You're not, you're not the most unique individual who is the only one who struggles with this. Mm -mm, No, 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 no. Okay. 
this, and this is what you can say to yourself is like, this is a common struggle of being human. Like, I know that I'm not alone in this. I know that other people experience this or just other people experience this too. This is difficult. So these are compassionate responses, right? Some other ones, validating what you're feeling or what you're experiencing. Like, this is okay for me to feel this way. This is okay for me to feel this way. Right? What do I need in this moment? How can I be compassionate with myself here? Or even saying like, I'm going to be really compassionate towards myself right now. Maybe you're going to put your hands on your heart and just say, it's okay. I'm here with you. We're going to be okay. We are going to be okay. It's okay for me to feel like this. We're going to get through this. This moment is going to pass. This experience is going to pass. Maybe you have a Bible verse. Maybe you have some affirmations that are really supporting you in the season that you're in. Maybe you put your hands on your heart and read one of those. So I want you to, again, I know it's almost like I'm requiring you. I'm not, I mean, I could never require you, but like, I'm, I feel like I'm encouraging you to do all these post-it things, but really (laughs) I'd love for you to write these out on a post-it. Honestly, like, what are your things? What are your things going to be? Okay. What are your steps going to be? Is it going to be, I take a deep breath. I validate how I'm feeling. Like I want you to be able to look at this post-it and literally have verbatim what you are going to tell yourself and or do like literally place your hands on your heart and tell myself, right? A, B, or C. I want it to be so, so simple for you. This felt like a lot, This felt like we did a lot. So what I want for you to do is I want you to place your hands on your heart. Obviously, if you're in a place to do that safely. And I want you to just take a deep breath in through your nose. Hold it. Breathe out nice and slowly through your mouth. Okay. All right, my friend, I would love to know what you thought about this episode. So let me know, um, head over to Instagram, send me a message. I honestly would really love to know because I feel like this episode was a lot meatier, like M-E-A-T-I-E-R, meatier, right? Like I feel like, (laughs) what is that from? Meatier, meatier, I don't know. I would love to know your thoughts. I would love to know if you enjoyed this, if it felt a little too heavy, if you enjoyed the practicality of it, like I would just love to know your thoughts on it. And that really helps me know what you want to hear moving forward. So I appreciate you. Lovely, lovely friend. I appreciate you so, so much. Thank you for being here. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. I will talk to you soon. Hey, sweet friend, if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you head it down and hit that share button. Send this to a friend who you know would love this episode. And if you haven't already left a rating or a review, if you could head down and take 
just a minute to do that, it would mean so much to me. Not only does it fill up my cup to know what you are loving about the show and to see how it's serving you, but it also allows me to see what specific topics you're enjoying so that I can create more episodes that you are going to love. And leaving a rating and review also helps us reach more women. So if you head down, it'll take you just a minute and I would appreciate it so, so much. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here, for being a part of this community. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.